The price we pay for our advance in civilization is a loss in unhappiness through the heightened sense of guilt. This is coming from Sigmund Freud in his book, Civilization and Its Discontents, and it applies in today's times as we're going through this very strange, strange period of quarantine and uncertainty in this country. You're seeing how people are acting on social media with kind of this famine mentality, and uh, people are really breaking down. You know, I've seen it a lot, and uh, I think when, when this false sense of structure just... You know, you wake up one day and you can see that it's built on just like the worst, like the most um, scrappy, ratchety, um, like building block foundation that really any day it could tip over. It's just a giant game of Jenga, basically. It really gives you perspective on what, what is the cost? What is the price we pay for our advance in civilization? And Sigmund Freud says, you know, the price we pay for our advance in civilization is a loss of happiness through the heightened sense of guilt. It's very interesting. So anything that still sounds strange about that statement, which is the final conclusion of our investigation, can probably be traced to the quite peculiar relationship as yet completely unexplained, which the sense of guilt has to our consciousness. In the common case of remorse, which we regard as normal, this feeling makes itself clearly enough perceptible to consciousness. Indeed, we are accustomed to speak of a consciousness of guilt instead of a sense of guilt. Our study of the neurosis, which after all we owe the most valuable pointers to, understanding of normal conditions bring us up against some contradictions. So that that may sound like a lot, but really what this comes down to is, you know, this connection brings about a particular form of neurosis. And that can't be overestimated. You know, it's truly um, this kind of uh, dichotomy we, we play with when we fall into relying on technology and not relying on our fundamental human characteristics, you know, our sense of survival, things of this nature that um, innately make us human. You know, it's, it puts us in, in, in a very hard situation. And, you know, it's sending the young people, and this is one part I really, really like, especially in this time, is because this modern academy is all about reforming the world's education system. That's truly what my goal is, and I hope the people listening kind of understand that, is the the education system is way 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 bloated it's corrupt it it really is like all these things it's so messed up it's the incentives have been switched and we'll be talking um either today or tomorrow about perverse incentives in the book freakonomics how that lays it out really well but the incentive structure in universities has switched you know you know ideally a university is supposed to teach equip and educate people for the real world. And that's not what they're doing now. It's it's based on a certificate that really doesn't mean anything. You know, major companies don't even use the certificate. And it, it, it the whole system's really just messed up and needs reformed. And we're seeing it even more in these times where um, teachers are having to go on digital and they're being forced to basically convert over to these Zoom meetings. And it truly is the wild, wild west. They're figuring out, you know, when kids are at home online, you have to know how to engage them on these video calls. 
it's it's not like the classroom where the classroom isn't a natural thing. The video calls is interesting because it's a little bit more natural because it's 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 unnatural and natural at the same time. It's kind of odd. It goes back to this uh, one one room school room where it's you need more tailored education. So in sending young the young out into life with such a false psychological orientation, education is behaving as though one were to equip people starting on a polar expedition with summer clothing and maps of the Italian lakes. In this, it becomes evident that a certain misuse is being made of ethical demands. And think about this. Sigmund Freud wrote this before, like, in the way, way early days of the education system. And, you know, what we're seeing now is this, the fruition of not changing things, kind of letting things ride on this basically false sense of security. As I was talking about, it's like playing Jenga. You know, you're not, and it's like playing Jenga, and, but there's a curtain around the, the base. You can only see like the top four layers. So it looks solid. You know, people look at it and it's like, oh, that looks like a good thing. The societal norm is, oh, go to college. And the, the education's good. And we don't realize that the foundation is truly eroding. And they're so bloated. It's these giant billion dollar organizations trillions of dollars in debt we have from student loans. And as this says, I'm going to read this to you one more time. And sending young, the young out into life with such a false physiological orientation, education is behaving as though one were to equip people starting on a polar expedition with summer clothing and maps of the Italian lakes. In this, it becomes evident that a certain misuse is being made of ethical demands. The strictness of those demands would not do so much harm if education were to say, this is how men ought to be in order to be happy and to make others happy. But you have to reckon on there being like that. So, sorry, I apologize. The main thing is, is it in it, it becomes evident that a certain misuse is being made of ethical demands. Very, very interesting. You know, the conscious does make cowards of us all that the education of young people at the present day conceals from the part which sexuality will play in their lives um, is not the only reproach with we are obliged to make against it. It's other sins is that it does not prepare them for aggressiveness in which they are destined to become the objects. So school gives you this very generalized knowledge that is good for like factory workers and if you're just trying to make cookie cutter people, basically. You know, very general knowledge. But this is a world of tailor. This is a world of specialization, tailored products, tailored sources, niche things. And school does not prepare you for the real world when it comes to making money. They talk nothing about finances. It's, it's absolutely insane. The structure of the world runs on finance. Like, understanding money is truly understanding how we operate in society. I don't understand how people don't understand this. And why we still insist on educating people these things that they can just look up on their phone that are complete trivial facts. They're complete trivial facts. You know, if someone is passionate about, like, geography, for example, if someone's really passionate about geography, um, if you know about, like, map, map making, things like this, then they should have more tailored to that. 
the issue is, is especially in, in, you know, like K through 12 is we have these, these education systems that really all they're doing is providing complete general, general topics to us. And it's really messing up our, uh, our education as a whole. And it's, it's very interesting when you really look at it because the incentive is not to actually equip them best for the world. If that was the incentive, they would teach them actual ways to make money in the real world. Like we talk about here at the Modern Academy, you know, like I had to, I literally don't think I've applied anything I learned in school. And I went to college. I mean, I did a first year of college and then I started a business and self-educated and haven't stopped educating since then. And I truly do not think I've applied one thing that I learned in school in real life. The knowledge is horrible. And if anything, they just teach you to memorize things for a little bit of time and then you just dump it away because you don't have any, you know, you don't have any emotion attached to it. It's, it's forced on you. So when you are able to find something that someone's passionate about and tailor the education towards that, you know, if, if you, you know, let's say you start off in elementary school, you start off kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade kind of um, general, and then basically tracking what the kids are interested in. So you have essentially an aptitude. So you have three different types of tests. An aptitude test, so, you know, like they have uh, in, in high school, they have uh, ACT and things like this to, uh, to basically see, you know, kind of your IQ in a sense. You can do an IQ test. And then there's EQ things, which is emotional intelligence. And, uh, and then they, the kids should be asked, what are they interested? In? What are the things that they like? Is it video games? Is it uh, being outside and hunting? Is it swimming? Is it like what? What are the things that they're passionate about? And don't just have one, but kind of have like a net of things. Find the interrelations of these things, and then ask the teachers and the parents what they 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 think their kids is the best at. And this is how you begin to tailor the education. And this is what the world is truly coming to. Like this this broad cookie cutter system where you have like. 30 kids in a the classroom, they're all sitting, staring at the teachers, bored out of their mind, thinking about other things, is going to come to an end. And my goal with the modern education system is to truly transition this smoothly because there, there will be massive issues if we're not able to transition this. And that's my goal with that modern education system, reforming it. So we talked about Sigmund Freud, civilization, its discontents, and the education system today. Thanks for listening and until next time.